0: And welcome to the latest episode of the It's Canon Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything geek, the podcast where we talk about everything pop culture, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything because as the name says in the title, or the title says in the name, I don't even know what I'm saying. It's all in canon. As always for your hosts, I'm Boris, and I'm joined by Phil.
1: Haha, <laughs> you're rusty.
0: Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> Hey, and
2: somewhere from parts unknown is Tyler. Miles below the Earth's crust, safe in a basement complete with humidity of eighty-eight degrees, eighty-eight uh, percent.
0: Wow! Kinda I light. am
2: in. I'm in a wonderful cave.
0: <laughs> Lucky. Well, you know, typically this is the part of the show where I actually start naming off stuff that we're going to talk about, but I have zero plan today so we're gonna wing it but there are some stuff that i do want to talk about because it's that type <laughs> of week <laughs> oh my gosh
1: we're what? just gonna wing it we've been off for a couple of weeks it's like
2: oh, ah, yeah. let's just have at it it's yeah, been it's such funny. a weird like this last week has been so weird for news
0: yes it's been awkward weird news nothing like like i i, I even for the weekend, like I was scrolling, I started to do like some 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 notes, right, but uh like, mm-hmm. yeah th- this is this isn't interesting, this isn't interesting, this isn't interesting, like it's a lot of like headlines, but nothing that like we can chomp into,
2: oh a hundred percent, yeah, fair,
0: so yeah, okay, so weird day for us to release an episode, uh we had all. Intentions to release an episode on Sunday, but Saturday night I just could not sleep for the life of me. Um, I fell asleep at about nine a.m. I was up by eleven, and I just felt like
2: crap the entire day. And then well, you missed. were you were saying you felt bad, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I actually thought about that, and I was like, you know what's going to happen and over the next month as stuff starts opening up, everyone's going to get sick of Yes, not oh, no. even because of COVID. Just because we all have our own microfauna that we haven't shared in so long.
0: Yep, yep. And I can tell you that's exactly what it is. Because um, yeah. last week I saw some people, and that's like I've had a cough since, but I know it's nothing because it's just like I know it's me. Like you know, I'm I'm. It's the cough that I used to always have. Yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking you had heat stroke. Because it could have been. been honestly um yeah this weekend was nasty again um and, and yeah I, I need to like take care of myself more in terms of like when i go out for a walk you know hydrate put on a hat maybe a little sunscreen because yeah. when i was a little kid and i used to get heat stroke man
1: i'd be barfing i'd be like you'd think it was i was dying of the flu or something and then yeah. it
0: just turns out you know my mom's like
1: uh, you need to cool down now <laughs> Drink this
0: Yeah Yeah, pretty much and, and I've just been drinking water since basically It's just been Just water, water Trying to keep hydrated um, But I've had this cough Literally since I got No, I'm not even going to say that But I've had a cough for about a week <laughs> I know what <laughs> you are going to say <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly you, But I don't want to you know, spread lies and, and what No, but we don't yeah.
1: want to put fuel on that fire <laughs>
0: but yeah Oh my god yeah. yeah, we've missed a few episodes Yes, so, so oh,
2: I guess we should talk about everybody.
0: that I guess we should talk about that So, um, it's the summer And last summer was insane Was insanely busy We had a lot of content We had a lot of stuff going on But as the world is starting to open up I think, you know Everyone's entitled to a little, you know, family time, a little, a little refresh time, a little getting back to normal time, and that's what we're going to try to do this summer. So this summer we're going to have one episode a week, and then in the fall we'll be back to two episodes. Because again, we have a lot of specials that we want to do, um, and 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 you know, with with a lot of stuff happening in each of our lives, I think it's you know it'll be cool. T- and and when we do stuff, I. <laughs> Minus this episode, we tend to do you know give it our all, um, and uh, yeah. So I think we're gonna go one episode a week until September, and then we'll we'll take we'll pick things up and we'll and we'll run with it.
1: That sounds like a plan. I, I'm I'm also really happy that uh, we have Tyler joining us today because he's been a little bit spotty with all of his changes.
2: Yeah, I'm out on the coast now. I get to see the I literally see the ocean every day.
0: Lucky bastard.
2: We're we're literally on a harbor. Um yeah. It's that's, it's calming.
0: Awesome. I can imagine. It's
2: calming and humid. It's just very strange. <laughs> also, I got to say and this is this is surprisingly calming. The government here is like, "Hey everybody, we had we there's a party down in Halifax." We got an 11-person outbreak from that party. Let's just, like, let's keep it slow, guys. Let's slow it down a little bit. Let's, you know, we're so close to Out of the Woods. And everyone was like, that's a very good call. Yes, let's all be very (laughs) sensible and not go like... Like, no one was like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. It's just... must be The routine truck needs to be open. Uh, And 11 cases was, like, a big number. We were like, oh, that's way too high. And now we're down to, like... Three, two, yeah. It was enough, zero over the weekend.
0: Oh. Have you seen the numbers here in Toronto specifically? <sighs> no. So over the like we've been but I, about. I went. I, yeah. We've been about thirty to fifty people, Kay. like Toronto, Waterloo. Yeah, more than that.
2: Yeah. Well, Waterloo's the Delta variant is the yeah. issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So I'm lucky in in my region. We're dropped down to like six people a day Damn. so it's, it's it's getting pretty good the numbers like they're they're not scary like they used to be it's still scary but yeah they're not like fear In the inducing. yeah because before when we were really high numbers and whatnot it was like hell no i'm not stepping foot outside let alone you know go to the store or do whatever it's like ring up
0: amazon if i need anything yeah. Did you Okay, so um, we're going to mix in some news while we talk about stuff. So I have this thing. I've been like when I saw the number, I was just like, of course. So Phil, apparently people do want to go back to dank and moist theaters. Have you seen F9's numbers here?
2: Oh, whoa. Well, let's slow down for a second. People who want to see F9 are willing like to go back <laughs> to <Dink>? like <laughs> <laughs> Like Important let's throw it out there.
1: Distinction right there. Let's
2: throw it out there. They literally, they bring back, spoilers. They bring back the cast from Tokyo Drift, who are now rocket scientists. So they turn Vin Diesel's car into a spaceship so he can Tokyo Drift Fast Furious 9 in space.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: I am not making oh, any of this not. up.
0: I know you're not. No.
2: Phil's looking at me like I had a stroke. Phil's like dialing 9-1.
0: A stroke of genius, that is. Like, it (laughs) looks exceptionally
1: bad, all right? Like, this franchise, single-handedly, is responsible for probably one of the few times, especially early on in my life, that I nearly walked out of a theater. Yep. So, number two, I was a hair away from just saying screw it and the car i was driving then was a car that was in the movie so i stuck around to try and spot it and like not my car but my model of car yeah and that was the only reason like it was utter <laughs> trash now i know the, the franchise has revived itself a little bit and gotten these big stars and whatnot well it's sharknado now yeah. yes yeah yeah that sounds absolutely disgusting to me.
2: Yep. Well, I mean, look. A previous one literally had... They were fighting a, a superhero.
0: Yeah. What? That was Hobbs and Idris Shaw. Idris Elba yeah.
2: just played a superhero.
0: Yep. Hobbs and Shaw.
2: He, he just had superpowers.
1: Wow. I, yeah. I recorded that movie, but I never watched it.
2: That's the bitch. Oh, Idris yep. Elba has superpowers. I mean, not to mention, like... Everyone has rep- superpowers in those movies now. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, in I think six, flexes his broken arm to heal it. Oh my God. All right. He flexes and bursts out of a cast and is like, Argh! well, th-
1: this franchise is basically exactly what it's doing, right? It's meant to be a summer blockbuster spectacle of stupid, right? Like, We don't get blockbusters that are really intelligent movies at any, you know, for the last decade anyway. So kudos to them. I, it's not a movie
0: I'm ever going to watch. I can honestly say that. Well, I will never bother. They made 70 million domestically over the weekend.
2: That's okay. I mean, what did it cost? Uh, (laughs) Well, regardless.
0: No, no, regardless. <laughs> no, regardless. Seven, okay, I understand where you're coming from. My point is, how the hell did $70 million worth of people go to a Dank and Moist oh, theater to watch this?
2: Because the United States is wide open. Yeah, because right, yeah, I have friends right. and I, right. I, know, I, I know people in the States who are like, yeah, we're doing a road trip now. And I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. Having said that, me? I'm a step away from going to Las Vegas in August. I'm like, hey, I started the pandemic in Vegas. I'll end the pandemic in Vegas. At least this phase of it.
2: Okay, right. so I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. Fast 9 only costs $200 million to make. That's, That's actually, actually a lot less than I thought.
0: Same. Mm. Same.
2: Wow.
1: Like ha- Outer space must be fake.
2: <laughs> God damn it.
0: Fucking Phil. <laughs> By the Wait, way, Phil, you-, you know... That our last episode, which was me and you just randomly talking, was literally our most (laughs) listened to episode ever.
2: Oh, gosh.
0: (laughs) 3,000 downloads.
2: Nice. Holy crap. I got... God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, to make a Fast and Furious movie for a second... (laughs) Like, what's that cast? The cast has got to set you back, like, $80 million, John right?
0: Cena alone is probably worth a shit ton, right? And then Vin Diesel's worth two shit tons. And then... Oh, God.
2: Well, yeah, because I'm trying to rock. say... Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say, right? Is, like, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man was, what, 25 mil? Yeah.
0: yeah
2: plus, like plus back end. But they're all going for back end now. Yeah. So, like, I'm betting Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson... And, and, you know, a couple of the other big names are at least half of Robert Downey Jr.
1: Yeah. Vin it's Diesel when you think about it, right? part of all of this. Vin Diesel. Sure. I don't know that he's on the full take because he's doing such a back end on that. Interesting. Mm. Specifically because he funnels the money into his production company. He bought all of Pitch Black.
2: Yeah. Well, that was always a weird and other. Stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so I just know that he does a lot of interesting stuff with his finance on movies. Yeah, so that might be a bit of a misleader. John Cena, I can't see grabbing huge dollars, like honestly, probably a couple million. I can think of him, yeah, I'm thinking was like train wreck.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's in in Suicide Squad, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I I think that DC would splash the cash. I think people look to this franchise to. If they can get in on it, they think that it's going to write a check for something else.
2: John Cena makes between eight and five million per movie appearance, it yeah. looks like. That's what I wow. thought. Yeah. Good for him. It's about right. Yeah, I'm like, now because John Cena has a cult following is the other side of it, right? Wow. I don't know which right. cult,
0: but a cult follower. Because among like wrestling enthusiasts, it, he's not liked.
2: No, it's like a meme cult now. Yeah. He's he, like, Redditors really? love him. Yeah. It's the same people who are trading stonks and were wishing Elon Musk happy birthday yesterday on, and making Twitter be really flipping weird.
0: Yeah, I avoided Twitter <laughs> yesterday.
2: It was, it was a lot of bootlicking on display. Oh my gosh. I got a topic yeah. that has me riled up. Oh. I don't I've know heard. if it's... I, I might get Boris riled up on this. <laughs> Did you hear... Who's making a return to the X Men comics?
0: No. He's oh, Liefeld. I know who. Rob, yeah,
2: Robert. He's yeah, shit, Rob Liefeld's back. Number Rob one. Liefeld, oh my god. Who spent the last what five years shitting on anyone else yep. writing X Men? Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Who has said he's not reading the current X Men run is going to go right.
0: When I oh, saw that, great. it came across like whatever, and I'm like, "Did I see that headline?" I actually had to like open the email again. It's like, "Oh, he, oh,
2: they,
0: they're doing this."
2: Rob Liefeld, who like has said that gay characters need to be fixed. What? Yep. Yeah. Rob Liefeld isn't full. I'm not saying he's a comic skater. I'm saying. From time to time, he flirts with them.
0: They flock to him. Doesn't no, no, they 100% mean, flock to
2: doesn't him. doesn't necessarily mean that he is part of it, but... Yeah, he, he. as I said, he flirts with them. He will do some stuff from time to time yeah. that encourages them to stick around. Yes. Without wholeheartedly, you know, accepting that. But yeah, Rob yeah. Liefeld is oh, back. Dog whistling on this. I don't know if I'd say it's a full-on dog whistle. Because having heard Liefeld talk, mm. and all the Liefeld stands are to get mad at me, I don't know if he's smart enough to dog whistle.
0: Oh and I don't oh think my. we have any Liefeld stands listening.
2: <laughs> Consider: we about. I don't about. know. If you ever need to if you ever wanna like understand who Rob Liefeld is, phenomenal video from the eighties, early nineties of Stan Lee. Creating a character with Rob Liefeld and set, um, oh my God, brain fart, McFarlane.
1: Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And Rob Liefeld, like Stanley is just making fun of them and they don't, yeah. it's just over their head. They don't get it.
0: Yeah. There's a reason why image almost imploded upon re- yeah. starting.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, but the amazing thing is, is like there's been. And maybe I'm going to misspeak here and show my age. Sure. But I always got a big kick out of Chris Claremont writing X-Men. Okay. Back in the day. Like, sure. I think he was one of the original guys that really started drawing certain parallels to the world with the metaphor of mutants and things like that. I Mm -hmm. think it's always been in there, but I think this was something that I couldn't miss as a reader Mm -hmm. back in the day. And I became, you know, Quite, quite taken with some of his approaches like mirroring, you know, the Holocaust and stuff like that, which obviously provided a lot of foundation for the movies and yada yada. But Yeah. Like, there, was, there has been smart writing in X-Men.
2: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, there has yeah. been. Well, and, and I would argue, I think I could argue pretty, pretty well that whether you like Hickman or not, and you like his writing or not, he's a smart guy.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's, there's going to be writers that are good, and you know, they don't resonate with you, right? And that's fine. Yeah. But then a lot of
0: people <laughs> don't like Scott Snyder's writing. Fair.
1: I don't think you guys like him.
0: Oh, I love him, Scott Snyder. Like
1: Scott Snyder. Okay. Scott yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Snyder.
2: Oh my God! I I. My, I did, like a, like, a hard reset on, like, comic media, so I, I've, I've taken in nothing in, like, a month. Mm. He... Batman. Oh, my God, I'm absolutely brain fart. He Batman. did Batman for a while, right?
0: Yeah. New oh, Batman. yeah, that
2: early stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He also did American Vampire, which is, to this day, one of my favorite books, period.
2: Yes, that's the one I was thinking of that he's quite good. Yeah, he's not my favorite. I don't like him as much as you do, Boris. But he's solid.
0: I like I, it's American Vampire that I really like. And remember the Wake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Phil, for you, Dead Space Uh-oh. is it coming back?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I'd love it to be put it that way, but I really think if, after seeing some of the deep dive analytics that I've seen on the likelihood of it actually being something and the rumors versus the rumors. um, I don't know that this Montreal office is going to be trying to reboot this thing, Mm -hmm. but I would love for it to be. That was a great game. That was a great series of games. They made movies. They made comic books. I think they they tried to follow a template, uh, same as mass effect that they were trying to create with the, with the whole ecosystem of a video game and a story, but yeah, I'll always remember the, the one where you could play with another person co-op and what they were seeing was different than what you were seeing. And mm-hmm. that was the first time I'd experienced that in a video game where there was that parallel going on. And I'm like, Hey, are you seeing the naked clown holding the balloons? And they're like, what the hell are you on? Are, have you been drinking? And then Chances I'm taking would, screenshots yes, but- with my blackberry and sending it <laughs> and i'm yep. just like i remember vastly,
0: we were talking a lot playing game. that game yeah. yeah it was a good, good times like there it's was funny a lot of creativity. That like literally came out the two games came out between mass effect 2 and 3 so mm-hmm. like after mass effect 2 you know and after mass effect 3 or between one they and two.
1: they really turned me on to the horror science fiction genre yeah <laughs> Yep. Which I I've started playing Returnal, by the way. Thanks, Tyler.
2: That that is dangerous. That gets its hooks into you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it is very well done, I gotta say. I've just made it to the intro screen and I was oh, like, shit. The game held me for that whole little prologue and everything and I'm like, Man, this is fun, but it really feels like it's on Rails and I thought I read something else, and then I'm like, Oh yeah, oh yeah. Returnal, that's the name. Oh, <laughs> very scripted. But yeah. it was good. It was very good. I like the soundtrack. I like the graphics. I like that's uh, beautiful. Presentation beautiful. is excellent. Yeah. So, kudos to Sony for again doing a left hook on us, and we didn't even see that one coming.
2: Well, that that's year. like a small studio, actually, isn't it? So, Sony published, yep. but a small studio made it. Yeah. Yep. And it's on sale for
1: sixty three dollars this week.
2: Oh, I, I don't imagine that's going to be cheap for a long time
1: No, well, 63 is better than 90 Oh, 100% And I think, and I think as of July 1st in Canada The tax gets put on all digital yep. stuff
0: mm-hmm. Yep, that's so coming this
1: week I know a few friends who are buying stuff right now digitally Because they're like, I'm not going to pay that
0: <laughs> Yep yeah, Yep, that's, interesting, yeah So I like, I Got the email from Netflix. Basically, we're gonna charge you tax. Thanks, guys. Yeah,
1: I I, I never see that because I got every other email.
2: Why don't you finish <laughs> watching this? Yep. Uh, see, I now get the Netflix emails of. Why won't you come back to us? <laughs> I love
0: it. Love it. Do you do a rotation like, or do you just?
2: No, we just we just weren't getting anything. We will not doing Netflix anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Right. Like. For a long time, we basically had it for Netflix exclusives, and... (sighs) And then they canceled
1: Jupiter's Legacy.
2: Jupiter's Legacy, they lost all the Marvel TV shows. Mm -hmm. Speaking of shows... Which are solid. Have you watched Sweet Tooth? No. We will be... Yeah, again, we're in this... We're in this weird interstitial space right now where like half of our content we can't access. So we've been watching a lot of weird stuff.
0: <laughs> Sounds about routine <Quarantine> right.
2: life. <laughs> we, th- we watched Luca.
0: Oh, so good. Oh I really? I Here. hated
2: it. <laughs> really? I thought it was I loved it. I thought it was
0: I, I thought it, it was. You're, you're fired.
2: Discounting. It's over. Discounting it's the over. Cars movies. This is how the
0: show ends. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Discounting the, discounting the Cars movies, because those are an abomination. Yeah. Um, second worst Pixar movie. I should point out, I should point out, I am judging it as Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. I will say that my wife and I both actually quite liked it. We just were like, we expected more from Pixar. Yeah, mm. I get that. I, I, I agree with that. Um, Maya Rudolph kills it. Mm. Uh, Jim Gaffigan really feels like he's phoning it in. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, yeah. the inconsistency, the fact that like everyone else has like thick accents, except Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan,
0: is, is a choice. You know, you're gonna make me hate it.
2: Uh, so, and we were talking about on our dog walk today, and one of the right. biggest concerns is that when you hear about a Pixar movie, you're like, part of what I'm getting is this like this perfect gem, right? It,
0: yeah, it
1: is
2: a high and, standard. Yeah, it's very because like, because they're like top tier stuff. Is yeah. like there are there's not there's not a single flaw in this, and there's just like a couple of like. There's a couple of plot threads that get set up and don't go anywhere. And there's a couple of things that are just kinda of clunky, and it feels like the antagonist didn't like didn't need to be one character or like needed to be developed better. It was just that here's the thing. It it felt like a DreamWorks movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jim Gavigan sounded like Steve Carell. Thank you to Disney for
0: sending me Luca early.
2: (laughs) Nice, yeah. (laughs) No, look, it's it's still a Pixar movie, which means it's still some of the best movies out there, which is just like, I'm just judging it so harshly, because Up, because Up destroyed me as a human.
0: (laughs) It destroyed everyone as a human.
1: Yeah. Like, here's the thing, right? We just ruined it for so many people. Remember when you had that heartfelt movie that was recently on and you've been in lockdown for two years and you watched it and you cried, Boris? It sucked. (laughs) And here's
0: why. (laughs)
2: Oh,
0: Lord. Lord. Look, I
2: haven't... I haven't talked to anyone but my wife in two weeks. (laughs) Things have gotten weird over here. We literally have... Two rooms. Here's the thing. I'm a little
0: concerned for you. Tyler, you're looking around too much. You're blinking a little too much. Are you trying to send me a message? (laughs) (laughs) Show me the reflection on your glasses.
2: (laughs) Oh, this is too funny. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) This is
0: why I wish we could release the video. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> the issue is that I'm on an iPad and the Internet's not as good here. So you're both very downsampled. So, like, <laughs> I have no reason to look at you. Because, like, Boris. We're just blobs. <laughs> yeah, Boris is just like a blob. That's what I normally am. <laughs> and then, Phil, I've got, I've got the line of the facial hair and the hat. And it's just kind of like a white space. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I have nothing to look at.
0: Oh my oh god. Goodness. So funny. That's, gotta, you know be, that's we, gotta be a lot of fun. <laughs> you know what we all will agree will suck? This new Smallville animated series.
2: Oh. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have been told about it twice. And both times blacked it out. Like I was like, No! <laughs> You know who's not going to be coming back for this show? Allison Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dude, being a, a world-renowned criminal does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you brand your initials into one person, and suddenly that's all anyone can think about. Hopefully
0: people don't find my ex. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. So, that's where we're at. I can't believe it got greenlit. Along with the Supernatural prequel.
2: I mean, the fiasco, the drama behind the Supernatural prequel is... I love it. ...freaking weird. Yes. I feel like someone got screwed out of a lot of money there. It's... You know what,
0: on the face of it? Oh, you didn't tell me about it. I thought we were friends. Ha, ha, ha. You know? You know that deep down, because by the end of the show, they were both producers, they were getting, yep. you know, yep. more than he, just he
2: acting deals. Yep. Yeah. Well, he did an end run around him is very much what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Is it, yeah, 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 we're going to frame this one around my character looking into their past. Suddenly, it's my ship. We don't have to pay you... Pip diddly
0: Yep Yep Meanwhile Interesting stuff You know that right. I ran into uh, Jason Eccles Two weeks ago Something like that nice. Downtown Yeah He's of nice. the boys mm. That's kind of cool Yeah Not really Just A story
1: um, Yeah but Did he have people around him Or was it just him
0: No it just, okay. just him Just him
2: Just cool. wandering the streets of Toronto Lost yeah. <laughs> How come everything's closed Channeling his inner Jason <laughs> Um, Oh
0: my god So they've been filming downtown Like downtown, downtown, downtown On King Street um, And there's a bunch of Like anti-vax posters But True. These anti-vax posters are for the show So you know Oh The conspiracy theorists have just been going nuts. Yep. Yep. It's like someone probably should have brought those down just because.
2: But yeah. Wow. Someone's very proud of themselves.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Wow. Alex Jones is going to make so much money off this.
0: For some reason, I thought he was dead. No, it's the other one who's dead. Rush. Yeah. Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Yeah. Jeez. Uh but yeah,
1: I see the protests. I'm
0: yeah, same. There was one in my neighborhood last weekend. Took me 50 minutes to get to the gardener as I was going oh to my Oh my gosh Wow. Yep. That's terrible. Yep.
2: Um like, dude's it's been fine. If again. you want what? Yep. Dune? yeah. Dude's I won 5 hollow. bucks off that. They oh. <laughs> they
1: they're, they're just I, fitting it into a spot.
2: I mean, yeah, sure. Sure, why not? We can just it's, pretend
1: that's what it is Yeah, exactly yeah, but it's real. done
2: It's done, isn't it? Sure, like, yeah, why not? It could be the done The
1: was closed on that one Who's though? to say when a movie's done? I know I pointed that out That they have now, like, over a year to fart with this thing But oh, I'm worried that executives are in there making decisions That's like,
0: exactly that's, what's happening That's exactly what's oh, going on geez. Because everyone's saying like, Hey, hey, can I, can, I, can, I, can I send me that movie? Let me see And then they're sending notes mm-hmm. Too many people, too many cooks in the kitchen right now because there's too much time. Oh shit! But yes,
2: I think it's a combination of too much time plus everyone's getting gun shy. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Right, because it's 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 the combination of everyone's so starved and still has so much time on their hands that also critical. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, you know what? It starts,
1: I guess, soon when Black Widow finally comes out.
2: So think
0: put a pen put a pen on that. Um so original release date, October first, new release date, October twenty second. Black yeah, widow. You
2: see,
0: yeah. Okay, I just can't see that much being done
1: to it other than what's already being done to it. But I know that they're going to put Dune in Tiff and another festival just before it. So to me that movie's ready to roll.
2: I mean, like separately when you're in-
1: festivals. I'm like, you've got something.
2: Separately, I don't know if Dune should be allowed to go to TIFF. I don't know, that yeah. just feels weird to me. But anyways.
1: Hey, but you know what? I've will go to it. And it's a it's a good thing for TIFF. Maybe not the most, best artistic integrity. You're right. Like, like, it should be a different caliber of film. But that being said, I haven't seen it. It is a Canadian who made it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. My, it's my, gonna get the headlines because I know what's coming to TIFF. So therefore, like my my understanding
2: is that TIFF wasn't hurting in the slightest.
1: No, but press always is nice when yeah. press because because you're gonna get
0: more than just around here. Obviously. Here's the thing: you're gonna get TIFF is turned into stuff. TIFF is now turned into these are your Oscar contenders. Like that—that's exactly what TIFF is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely is a primer for it, and
1: I think if Warner Brothers are smart and they do have a good movie here, this should be winning something.
0: You just said if Warner Brothers was smart.
1: Yeah, well.
2: Yeah, look, no, it's like the Fs on get, high And It's just gonna be Timothy Chalamet. C G I it's an original movie. Just in the original movie.
0: He's just replacing Kyle Gaughlin. Yeah.
2: Just Patrick Stewart with that terrible haircut.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, God bless you, David Lynch. Yes. <laughs> Which you know what's weird?
1: David Lynch like produces a like, Twitter video every day. Yep. Where he just says the date.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yep>. <laughs>
0: David Lynch is delight. Do you know where I got the whole? It's whatever day it is. You know what that means? Uh, So, it's it's a wrestler who, he passed away, unfortunately. And that's literally every day he went on and said, it's Monday. You know what that means? It's Tuesday. You know what that means? That was literally his shtick on Twitter.
2: Wow. So, I'm going to Rebecca name that many haven't heard in a long time. D&D. Oh, oh (laughs) Yes. Have you, have you heard what their next gig is? No. They're, so, uh, for, as a recap for listeners who really just want some Schadenfurter right now, D&D were two trust fund kids that basically were given Game of Thrones. Oh. And then they are the ones that ran it off the cliff when they got ahead of George. Mm-hmm. I'm not abdicating any responsibility from George. I don't want to. I don't want to litigate that part of it. Oh, they man. then were I given will. a Star Wars trilogy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and then they declined, in air quotes, which everyone agrees is they were asked, like you can you can leave with your indi- with your dignity, or you yep. can leave. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that was due to the backlash to the final season of
2: Game of Thrones. Yes.
1: Like, largely, it was all the same.
2: Well, I, I, I mean, the only reason they got it was due to the excitement of the first seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, that's the entirety of their career. And if the only thing your career has implodes on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. They have been hired to both of them. They're still working together. Yeah. They're going to direct. A Leslie Jones comedy special on Netflix.
1: Yeah, I know that they have a Netflix deal that superseded the deal with Lucasfilm. So part of the implosion was them saying they need to focus on the Netflix stuff. But so
2: my conspiracy theory is Netflix has a shitty deal, and they have to like they they have to pay these guys. You know what you can't fuck up a comedy special? Yeah. Yep. That's my conspiracy theory. It's just well, like we're gonna see them do six comedy specials. Yeah.
1: But you can fuck up a comedy special if the bad if the comedian's not good. <laughs>
2: but that's not the director's fault. Right? Leslie oh, Jones okay. Leslie Jones is a well enough known quantity. Mm-hmm. That like, there's very little they have to do. Yep. It
1: it, yep. you know that whole thing with the Star Wars in particular, because obviously things started registering on me, like, and I was a Game of Thrones fan too. True. But, um, the one thing that I always took away from it was it was a little bit of the Lord and Miller type drama, and to be honest, I'm sick of that with Star Wars. It's like if you're gonna choose somebody. Then you got to stick to it at some point. I'm glad the parachute got pulled on this because it sounded a little bit sketchy from the get go. Mm -hmm. But even the Lord and Miller, like, I just can't see them getting down to the dailies and going, What the hell is this? Like, it's Lord and Miller. You got to understand what you're going to get. Like, yeah. Like, what what have you been watching executives at Lucasfilm? You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're trying to do what Marvel did, right? Of the number of people that Marvel took who were. Not as well known. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, yeah, Taika Waititi, here's all the money you could ever want. Don't step out of line. Right. And they gave him, like, he, he has said, like, I had to fight him a little bit. But it was worth it. And it, we got a good product out of it.
1: Yeah. And he's doing the next Star
2: Wars, or one of the next ones. Yep. yep. And he's got at least another Thor movie. And I'm betting he'll get something else out of it. Oh, I
0: feel yeah, like he has he's... something else.
2: Maybe.
1: Well, just by doing it, he has something else. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but out of the, all the Marvel movies, one of my favorites, if not the favorite movie, the one that I enjoy watching the
2: most would be Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok is... Yeah, Ragnarok Rock is a great... It's just
1: that right blend Ugh. of comedy, absurdness, mm-hmm. action. You know, everything clicked on that. And I have to attribute it to him because I, I've seen it attempted. And I've seen it succeed. And I've seen it, you know, interfere with one of the Marvel movies. But And anyhow, speaking of Marvel movies, transition galore here. Scarlett Johansson coming up with The Black Widow. Movie to kick yep. off the big boys of summer, so to speak. Well I yep. guess it's competing against F9, but
0: yeah, but apparently it it's it's apparently it's okay. Apparently it's good.
1: Yeah, you know, like how caught up are you on Loki? Me, Mr. Tyler,
2: yeah, entirely.
1: Okay. Do you not find that? Loki's
2: falling into the pattern of the other Disney shows that are Marvel so, so I have found I think I found part of the equation of the, of the Marvel TV show in this new regime and that is that at the start and the end of a Marvel TV show the larger universe needs to be functionally unchanged so for example we didn't know Sam Wilson was not Captain America. So, if you, you could not watch the entire show and you miss context and you're missing some television, but the overall continuity just makes sense. You got the shield, he's capped now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: WandaVision. You could be told Wanda Mourned had got better magic powers off screen. But what
1: Light Vision? Or grave. I
2: don't think he's going to come back in a movie. I think he's only going to come back in a TV show, if at all.
0: Yeah, I think Dark, Avengers especially, happen on TV.
2: Uh, and or Young Avengers. Yeah, mm. and or yeah, yeah. But, you're right. Yeah, the um, yeah that'll be that'll be their TV thing, so they don't have to. And I and I think the most you'll get will be nods, references, and Easter eggs between the TV and the movies, and I think that they're not going to let... Like, like... The movies are the money maker. Yep. The TV shows are value-add, and they're going to never going to, like, change that. Uh. The other part... So, so I think that, you know, when you look at Loki, and you look at this larger thing of, we know, coming up, the meta-plot is... The multiverse is going to exist again, so that's the state we have to get to.
0: Yeah, yep, that's exactly what I said uh, previously, and also this is the same kind of mentality that Marvel had when Ages of Shield started. Say what you want about the it show mm-hmm. itself, but you know it. Yes, it was part of the MCU, but it was still self-contained because if you think yeah. about it, um, uh, Coulson. Never came back in the movies. He was only alive in the shows.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that, you know, reading the tea leaves a little bit, it looks like they are decently cleverly going to do the split based upon power levels, roughly, and what kind of adventures they're getting into. Where the TV shows are going to be more of your street-level-ish adventures. Um, you know, Spider-Man is very much like already dealing with bananas large threats. Yes. Yeah. Like they 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 fast tracked him above being a street level, and I'm fine with that. Um. Right, but of like the upcoming movies, we know that most are going to be bananas.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I think Spider-Man would be even above where they put him, but because of Sony's ownership. They pegged him back from where they would have
2: put him stratosphere wise Oh, and now we're looking at what the next movie is leaks ahoy about yeah yeah and and all the all the people who are reportedly in it
0: yeah,
1: yeah, that's a bit weird we' will we'll see what happens I one thing that you can walk away from the movies that for me again bullet pretty high in the Marvel universe they're all. Yeah you know, acceptable and good and beyond what a lot of other attempts have been. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man is very entertaining to me. Yep. I yep. don't know why. I don't know if it's, it's the, it's the, the actors, the, the, the banter, the whatever. I just feel that there's a genuine chemistry mm-hmm. uh, between the cast members and whatnot that make it compelling. To watch, yep. Even as awkward as it is to go back to teenage high school years mm-hmm. type thing. So, yeah, I, I'm just curious though because to me, if 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 Disney had the mouse ears on the spider a little more mm-hmm. in their control,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: think he'd be the new Stark, yep, binding the the universe together. Now they have him in that seat, and you know the rumors are growing abound that Brie Larson is in some kind of negotiation to be the new kind of. Finder for all of Marvel, and obviously Ryan Reynolds' name keeps on coming up.
2: Oh, Ryan Reynolds is not a good choice for that, though. No.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. I I'd rather them pick and choose the places that Deadpool kind of comes in. TV shows, all. but
2: I think Deadpool should always be n- not main canon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he could be as alongside Modoc in in Star. Oh, fuck me, fuck
2: that shit. <laughs> sure. Sure. Well, I mean, the other side being, like, like a great way to do Deadpool, I would argue, is never have him referenced or part of the other movies. And just, he's always, like, maybe he's in continuity or not in his own movie. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, like what they're doing now with the X-Men jokes and stuff
2: like that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Of, like, is he in the X-Men? Doesn't matter. Shut up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, let's take a look at the other Disney Plus shows. Like, going back to Tyler's point about kind of the street-level heroes, um, you know, we have She-Hulk 100% street-level right now, right?
2: Yeah. So much Well, in the the comics, she's, like, a huge level right now. But, I mean, they are looking at moving some of those people up. So, I don't know what they're going to do with that. It might just be an origin story while they negotiate a movie.
0: Yeah. Moon Knight? Yeah. That's an interesting one. Ms. Marvel. Yep, Ms. Marvel. Uh,
2: who Hawkeye. then is going to be in the in the movie?
0: Yeah. Hawkeye, who yep. again will probably be in the movie, or Young Avengers TV show. And then there's Echo. Yep. Oh yeah. That's oh, a thing. Yeah. Well, so yeah. But I kind so, of agree with you, Tyler, in terms of what you said. Like, you know, they yes, they exist together. And there can be references, but wholly, whole and large holler, or whatever the fuck the saying is, um, largely, uh, you can have the movies exist outside of the TV shows.
2: Yeah, I, I think also, to counter the point of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tried to do that, yeah, and they failed. And part of that was, you know, the contract was 24 episodes.
0: Yeah, that's the, exactly. Not only that, but that's when the war started between studios and tv right yeah yeah
2: versus right. now it's all in house and they're like yeah you get you get six episodes Yep. oh phenomenal okay
0: exactly
1: yeah and but there's also like a recommended thing where kevin feige is saying certain shows you can skip just like you're saying right like yeah. it f- fundamentally doesn't change the continuity of the story as far as what they showed in the movies on screen mm-hmm. But there are things where they're like, it's strongly recommended to bridge XYZ with this show. Like, I I think the whole explanation of Wanda getting more powerful or making the changes that she is to become the Mm -hmm. Scarlet Witch. It's definitely worth the deep dive into the show for that context. I I
2: agree. It's worth it. But I I think
1: they're following the same patterns, though. It's like the bad guys are there all along. I ruined Loki for my friend on the weekend because of exactly what we talk about on this show, where I find it's undeniable at this point that the timekeepers are the bad guys. And we're three episodes in through a half half season of a run. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're being set up as the bad guys, whether or not yeah. like there's this theme in these shows where it's like the bad guys there. All along, look, there's Sharon. She's the, you know, she's the bad guy. And then there's mm-hmm. the witch and she's the bad guy. And now we're just going to go, timekeepers aren't telling the truth. They just keep on eking at it and eking at it, right? Yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah. this, this penultimate episode will be, we know who the fricking bad guy is. And then the last episode is going to be, well, here's the battle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's going I, to resolve itself.
2: I do hope that they actually make the battle less of a, um, special effects extravaganza and more clever because they've, they've been building up to that and hinting that with a lot of the fights are requiring them to be clever with their powers
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. which is more entertaining to watch
0: yes for sure so, and i think clever oh, the- also saves you on budget right like so th- yeah. might as well go that direction
2: yeah. well if, i mean if
1: Clever means that you're probably going to get more views out of the the episode in the series because yeah. you're gonna rewatch it for clues.
2: Yeah. I, I mean a lot of people missed the um the Scarlet Witch room thing at the end, which I don't know how you missed that, but Yeah. So but I've talked about Falcon and Captain Falcon and Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier a lot, and one of the biggest problems with that show is that it's just it's so overstuffed. Yeah, well, like yeah. you could have cut Sharon being the power broker. You never even had to resolve that plot thread, and this show would have been fine.
1: Yeah, but they needed to do that for Armor Wars. I mean, you're right. Like there's there's a reason why everything happened because that show already had a big cut out of it, and that was yeah. the whole pandemic.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And when we're like, hmm, there's shit not lining up here. Like, y- you can spot the edits really blatantly about there was an alternate storyline that absolutely got nixed out of this. So
2: they're already heavily in the edit. Yeah. There's just, there's so much content in that season. And I think that was the biggest misstep.
1: Yeah. And maybe, maybe they cut the pandemic because, like, we theorize. It's too close to the bone right now. But secondly, yeah, yeah, too much stuff. Like something's got to go. What's the easiest thing to move around?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you wanted, I mean, I would argue even with what you had in there. Yeah, you need more episodes. Nothing got enough time to breathe.
1: Yeah, it was ambitious, right? Like I got in a whole big Twitter argument with somebody on um on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Imagine that, uh, where they said, "Well, why does Captain America four have to be?" a movie and not a show. And I'm like, because Disney like money,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> like it's that box office. I'm glad you figured that out too. Cause I'm like, like the box office weekends where they make $200 million in a weekend or $170 million or whatever record they want to shoot towards. That is Disney flexing like on everybody.
2: i yeah. just saying, you thought you could do it. Have a seat. <laughs> but it, yeah. and it, you know, the other side being, imagine the money and prestige, if they're able to pull the Falcon into Captain America for Captain America 4, and have it have, like, the cultural impact Black Panther did.
0: Yeah. Because,
2: mm-hmm. like, Black Panther legit changed, like, a bunch. Yep. Yeah. In the real world.
0: Yep, it did. One hundred percent. Yeah,
1: it's it, it it's it's shocking. To be honest, a lot of the stuff with Marvel did, but nothing like Black Panther. Yeah, gosh, right, like that. that's oh, also god.
0: another
2: really good movie.
0: Yeah. Oh MCU, you crazy wonderful thing. Um, Phil, question. I think yeah. we're in the cycle where Kathleen Kennedy is going to get fired again. Oh, oh. my god. I don't believe any of
1: it. I don't either. I'm just saying it's it's been on the rumor mill so many times, and there's all these people who claim to know the inner working of inner workings of contracts. Mm -hmm. All right, and and here's the thing: nobody knows except for Kathleen and whoever Kathleen is. It Bob Iger or Bob Chapman or whatever Chapman is. it, It it's between them. All right, because each studio head, Kevin Feige knows his contract. Not Kathleen Kennedy and Kevin Feige doesn't, you know what I mean? Like they don't cross pollinate. There's none of this groomer mill garbage. Like to me, it's just a whole bunch of fans wishing Kathleen Kennedy. And here's the thing they don't even realize she's a great executive producer. Yep. All right. You can like her or like her decisions and whatnot, but everything that we think we know about her could be an absolute lie. well, yeah, that decision exactly. that we put pin on her. I have no evidence that shows, other than some idiot conspiracy person that's just putting out, oh, Kathleen Kennedy didn't like this. So she made, you know, JJ recut the entire Rise of Skywalker and she made this happen and she made that. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think that this all, you know, went
2: asunder by committee. Yeah, you I know? I'm with you. I think a lot of people who say that kind of shit don't know how movies are made. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. it's pretty
1: clear she didn't in, in interfere with, uh, uh, uh Ryan R- Johnson's movie, mm-hmm. right? It, it's pretty clear that that kind of came off to everybody as didn't feel like Star Wars or whatever the criticisms were. But the thing that I couldn't say to anybody is I don't think there's a lot of sea levels in there just trying to screw stuff up. Like it, that really felt like the the the, the director directed a movie. And maybe there was adherence points that were insisted upon, but I don't even think he obeyed all of those traffic lights and did his own take on it. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at, you know, the dog pile that's Rise of Skywalker, I think it's JJ's inability to finish.
2: I, I mean, that's I think that said. it's that. Yeah. Ah, I yeah, think yeah. that plus the mess coming in Plus, JJ hating someone didn't do what he wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Plus, just no one, no one knowing like JJ fundamentally hating the narrative that Rian Johnson was setting up, mm-hmm. and it feels like all of Star Wars was building towards, which is that it's not all about these two, these two families.
1: And then we made it about those two families.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But
1: you know what? On the rumor front, I will say um, the buzz is good for Obi Wan Kenobi. There is rumors <laughs> that he will be engaging with an Inquisitor, <sighs> and there will be a showdown with Vader. Um, the uh, Hayden Christensen is donning the armor. That's uh, the other. The other little juicy tidbit that's come out is uh, the Book of Boba Fett has finished. It's wrapped. Yeah. Nice. Principal yeah. photography is done. Um, I'm sure there's reshoots and whatnot. But mm-hmm. we are to treat the Book of Boba Fett as if it's Mandalorian Season 2.5. The Mandalorian Season 3 will not be out until 2022. Apparently, cool. it is what we think. And it is Pedro Pascal is completely booked for the Last of Us shoot. So he's, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of pre-production with Mandalorian 3 with stunt people
0: yeah, and whatnot. So Yeah, because remember, Pedro's completely booked for a year with Last of Us.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to work something out for voice or whatnot, but I just don't think that they're prioritizing That at all because of we also have Andor coming out, yes, yeah, and a Dark Disciple starts shooting soon, apparently. So there's a or a Dark Acolyte or whatever it is. There's there's stuff that's happening in the Star Wars universe, and I think in you know probably starting Christmas we're going to be sick of Star Wars by the spring. Yeah, it's going to be a crammed release schedule of them trying to wow and one up each show. Yeah. Kinda hey. like what's going on with the Marvel
2: MCU shows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Although I am pumped for Shang Chi after the latest trailer. I'm iffy on it still. Yeah. I I'm excited. Even if because like I just think we're gonna get some really interesting fighting takes that we haven't gotten in a while from the MCU. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. It's going to venture off the Marvel path, right? Yeah. I I think we're going to get what Iron Fist maybe could or should have been.
0: (sighs) Culturally appropriate?
2: Well, look. (laughs) Iron Fist is, like, one of the easiest characters that you could recast as any race and really change nothing in the story. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. (laughs) What a bananas take that was. (laughs)
0: oh man I know Um, what do you think of the Eternals
2: I don't I feel like we don't know enough
0: yeah I agree
2: I feel like we don't know enough I feel like it's going to be weird and that could be okay I I, I think I think it depends what we get really I think it's too early with that one because it's such a weird take for them
1: I'm trying to maintain that really low bar for that yeah. i I feel there.
2: like I feel like the one it's going to be the most like is the first Doctor Strange.:
0: Yeah that was yeah, movie. yeah and and, and really uh, that I, movie at the end of the day built foundations, right that moved into yeah. Avengers:
2: yeah yeah well and, and and you know, Doctor Strange, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't my I, favorite.: I liked it. I enjoyed it,
1: but mm. I, I like yeah. the metaphysical kind of angle that it had.
2: Yep. On, I, w- I don't like Cumberbatch's strange as part of it. Mm. Oh. I yeah, feel like I, you could have gotten, so, it, sorry, I should rephrase that. I don't like Cumberbatch doing an American accent as strange.
0: Yeah. Mm. He okay. could have just been that's himself.
2: True. Yeah. Also because his American accent's not good. Yes. it's It really yeah, is. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, here's a feel good w- story. I would of the have week. accepted a New York Londoner. <laughs> here's the feel good story of the week. Tesla recalls more than 285,000 vehicles in China over cruise control safety concerns. Oh jeez. Why the
1: Chinese market specifically? I guess they're made in China. The soft the, the
0: software's fucked.
2: Because uh the CCP is more like you enforce rules and regulations on Elon than the American government who's invested a whack ton of money in him and keeps covering for his union busting and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you can update your software remotely, but and and the recall is in quotation marks because again, it's just software, but 285,000 vehicles. That's 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 nice.
2: Also, let's remember that um ooh, one of the big one of the big companies that was working with Tesla previously is now gonna work with Toyota instead.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it, it just keeps on becoming prevalent that it's not easy to build a car. You know, and, and as much as Elon Musk wants to build a car, like I from the stuff that I've seen from car enthusiasts. Panels aren't matching. Paint jobs are terrible. Interiors lack design quality. Like, the the list is pretty high on, in terms of when you put that. And just the ordering experience. Like, I, I have seen people that have ordered this stuff. And they don't even get email updates about their order. Whereas, they order a comparable electric car in terms of price. And they're getting, like, minute-by-minute minute
0: updates yep. on delivery. Well, I mean, look.
2: Elon Musk just wants to be famous.
0: 100%. That's his goal at this point.
1: But customer service has got to be one of the easiest things that you could invest in to completely change the image of your product.
2: But He doesn't care.
1: He
0: doesn't care.
2: So, if you look at how Elon Musk... So, first of all, Elon Musk isn't a science guy. He isn't an engineering guy. He's a business guy. And he's always been a business guy. And... If you look at like the 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 freaking patents his name is on, <laughs> they're all about how to gouge customers. Yep. Like the one of the patents he he got that's in his name is the specific shape of the Tesla charge port and he made sure that no one else can copy it. And he says like, "Oh, we're going to open source all these things." But he's locking down that because his goal is to make money, of like, oh, yeah, yeah. use your batteries. But the charging port has to match the stuff that I can own the infrastructure for.
0: Yeah. He's the Apple of cars. Yeah. yeah. So he wants to. Apple bring market their car. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Fucking fucking Tesla. I've got to hate that company.
1: Yeah. But you know what? Like, at the same time, I'm looking at everything Tesla is doing. And I'm looking at the way the marketplace is reacting Because it's hard to deny Ford and everybody are amping up Right like the lightning The F-150 sure. And then you look at the Bronco And you look at all this stuff And then the next news story in that cycle Is the fact that all of these things can't be produced Because of the computer chip shortage Yeah like I love how
0: that's still ex- not Like front page news everywhere well, I not
2: They keep on, like, 2022, it all just goes away. And I'm like, really? (laughs) I mean, do you want some some up-to-the-minute inside baseball news that's, like, really fucking with the world? So I was in a chat with some other business people that are in my industries recently, and we're talking about shipping expenses. So we work with a lot of, like, plastics, paper products, and wood products. And a lot of injection molding. Costs for all of those have gone through the roof. But that's not what's going to bankrupt a lot of companies over the next three years. Do you know what's going to bankrupt us? Shipping. Shipping. Yep. The greatest example is the Assassin's Creed board game. Super successful. Tons of budget for, like... What if things go wrong? It's all fine. Over $38,000 set aside for, for shipping. Their quote from last week is you know, we'd be lucky to get it for, for 158000 It's Ooh. probably going to be more than two hundred. And the company literally, their latest Kickstarter update was along the lines of we don't know how to do this. Like, We can never if we go into that hole to ship this to you, we never get out. Unreal. Not to mention, it's causing knock-on effects. Um, A friend of a friend ordered twenty-nine pallets, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: paid for twenty-nine pallets of product, paid for twenty-nine pallets to be shipped, received twenty-five pallets. Oh, good. Has photographic evidence of 29 pallets leaving and 25 pallets arriving. Right. Everyone involved in the process agrees four pallets have gone missing.
0: <laughs>
2: the shipper and the manufacturer said, best, you guess you better eat shit. Jesus. They're not refunding him anything. They're not covering any of it. They're not helping him file his insurance claim. Wow. Their insurance isn't covering it. Four pallets of board games that. are gone.
0: That's insane. Wow.
2: Well, this is the thing, right?
1: Like I see some YouTube channels and they're giving away product. Sure. One in particular, local one, you know, Unbox Therapy goes out and buys 100 iPhone 12s. Sure. Like literally from the mall in town. Yep. Then they decide we're going to open them and do this big thing. And they got their millions of views and whatnot. I'm sure Mm -hmm. they're all paid for. It was $100,000 worth of phones. Yeah. And then they held a contest to give the phones away And almost everybody who won lives in India Sure And then Lou like comes back and he's like Holy crap yep. To ship a, like an iPhone made in the States mm-hmm. You know, China, States type thing mm-hmm. To India because of their import fees
0: mm-hmm.
2: Cost
1: almost as much as all of the iPhones
2: Yeah. Yep like, That sounds correct
1: yeah, yeah, so now they're like Kind of saying we're going to screen any winners. Like, they're basically saying there's only going to be a percentage that get to go to, the, to India. Yeah. Because you can't we just can't afford else. to ship.
2: We can't afford to ship it. Well, it, it, and then tied to all this, is it so bad now that... So, it, I don't know if you guys know shipping, and this is also going to be for the listeners, but, like, so shipping, you know, like, you're, you're supposed to know in advance. My palette is in this cargo container on this ship
0: yep Mm -hmm.
2: and for years that's been how it works because then if something goes wrong in the middle of the way that's the easiest way to track it right yeah and and you know every once in a while terrible things happen and go awry but it's also for you know oh shit i need a new trucker because it's going to be delayed because of a storm sure they don't even get you on ships In the right quarter anymore
0: Yeah
2: They're crazy. like yeah you know you were booked in January Maybe October Maybe
0: That's actually happened to a friend of mine who shipped He moved to Europe And he shipped everything yeah. And it's just like he's still waiting No, it's been oh, yeah. crazy Oh yeah
1: but it, Does this have to do with the fact that There are so many different Startups like where's the breakdown on this Is it because of the COVID-19 situation Is it's. it because Like when you look at Kickstarter There's obviously a lot It's a competitive space
2: Yeah
1: You know and these projects Are getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. In terms of the fandoms right Like people mm-hmm. in the demand And and whatnot Like it doesn't surprise me That Assassin's Creed board game Normally I'd be like really But then I'm like hey You know what Board games are big right now Because you can involve multiple people It's not mm-hmm. exclusive like video games we're stuck at home or we're spending more time at home, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. So yeah, I can see that the being a hot item that industry obviously has got to be heating up. And is that part of the issue is that these manufacturers and these shippers in other production areas of the world are just inundated at this point. And they're just like, Oh, well, screw it. You, you love like it
2: or lump it. My understanding is that it's literally every step of the process is falling apart. Mm. Of it's literally from fuel costs are up so much. Every single order is an emergency now. Yeah. Um. There's more like emergency food and emergency medical supplies and stuff, which they take up room on these ships, right? Yeah. These ships have finite supplies. Combined, there's fewer people working. Places take longer to load and unload. And then. This is all pandemic. It's pandemic plus the, um, the evergreen plus a bunch of these knock-on effects, right? Right. Um, I think one of the things we're going to see over the next five years is um, uh, a, a bunch of phantom deaths, basically, from a lack of like safety regulations being enforced anywhere.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Right? Like, if we look in Ontario, even... restaurant safety basically disappeared during the pandemic other than for COVID regulations.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. And it's been like that everywhere.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. Like, you know, you just look at the impact on the medical system and people getting sicker and sicker and whatnot, and re- like not having readily available doctors, things like that. This is all just trickled down to that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of it. And then you couple it in with the economic realities, like the cost of gas going up, everything like that. And, and, and as well, the segmentation of shipping that companies like Amazon have done.
2: I mean, that's a whole nother. Yeah. That's, that's, that's,
1: that's that's hugely disruptive, right? Because, you know, if, if they do lean on the regular systems, then they're taxing them. If they do their own thing, then you know what i mean manpower like it's just logistically like it just starts making my head spin about what's happening with that industry in particular and then you look at the previous u.s government's take on the Mm -hmm. usps Mm -hmm. and how that impacts all of us in north america Yep, it's uh you know trying to deny a service is a service and making it a business
2: yeah yeah but, I mean, ignoring the fact that, and I just feel the need to, to voice this every time it comes up, the USPS was the most, one of the most profitable parts of the American government until a law made them fund all retirements in advance. Yep. The USPS had a law in, I think it was 2006, which was designed to ensure it cannot be profitable because it was being too profitable. Wow. Like It's that, a thing that we all, like, like it's hammered into us it's USPS used to just print money
1: yeah well they, they sponsored Lance Armstrong's cycling team right like, like I have USPS merch yep. <laughs> in my closet because yep. of the prevalence of that like it was and that would blow me away at the time like how was this team sponsored by them like 20 people and the shirts and the hats and, yeah, the, it's and winning the tour like that's premium cash Unbelievable. Yep. And then Discovery come in, do it, and then they buy Warner Brothers.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, guys, it's time to ship this episode. So, Phil, you can tell our listeners how they can get a hold of us.
1: Of course I will. You can get, get a hold of us at our website at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can track us down on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at it's Canon Podcast you can email us at show at itscanonpodcast.com. You can subscribe via Apple Podcasts. Really, like anywhere you find a podcast, you're going to find the It's Canon Podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to hit the subscribe button and uh, leave a rate and review if the platform allows it.
0: Thank you, Phil. All right, guys. Again, we'll be back on Sunday. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Phil. It's time for me to go continue. Doing what I was doing. It's the It's Cannon Podcast. He's Phil. He's Tyler. I'm Boris. Good night.
2: All right.
1: So that's that. If you think I'm going to be able to quantify any of
2: that in a show note, <laughs> the show notes are going to be funny this week. It's just the U. It's just the USPIS episode. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yes. I'm just going to be like spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: on, on everything.
1: <laughs> We're even going to spoil your dinner.
2: <laughs> yep. Oh. All right, guys. This spoiled. The spoiled episode.